Okay. Back to normal. After a crazy episode last week. Right back to normal. Happy New Year, everybody. I hope you enjoyed Megan the Stallion's crotch in your face as much as I did. Meg the Stallion did crotch out on New Year's Rock and Eve. But it was right after the ball dropped. Um, right after the ball dropped. Yeah. But she also did the Planet Fitness she, commercial. She did. Where she was in her own fart cloud. And you could see her actually twerking in her cloud. But you couldn't see her giant fat behind. Are you interested in a non-alcoholic athletic brewing company? No. Wild Run no, I'm, I'm going to do water today. Okay. I'm a... Uh, I'm maxed out on, on beers for the week. Oh, true. Yeah, I'm doing a non-alcoholic brew because of um, dry January, so I figured I would start doing them and t- telling the people how they are, if they're any good DJ or not. DJ Tyler with the dry January. I'm feeling like everybody in the house is going to turn a new leaf this year. I think so. I think after the 30 days, I think the minds will be made up that it's a net negative. At the current moment in our lives. And Zinnies for the win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I was looking at these on the, because um, they made me give them my ID to buy them at Foodland. And I was I, like, I don't know. And I said, I said that to her. I was like, I'm surprised it's like popping up that you need my ID for, um, a non-alcoholic beer. She's like, it's non-alcoholic, and I was like, yeah, pointed at it, and she's like, I don't even need to see it. She's like, I don't know why it's making me check, because it's technically it says contains less than 0.5 percent alcohol by volume, which is like the same as a kombucha, mm. or or like a glass. I looked it up. It's like a glass of orange juice is around 0.5. A glass of orange juice. Yeah, or like a hamburger bun, like the the alcohol sugar. Oh oh oh. I so it's it's um it's like actually nothing like you would have to chug like 40 of them to get a, a buzz in and an hour it, like you'd have to <laughs> you have to really get them going because i at first i was like oh i can't drink these this is like i was thinking about percentages the wrong way i was thinking like 0.5 you know five times that whatever i was wrong yeah, Nate says a uh, challenge accepted. <laughs> He's, drinks forty NAs yeah. in one hour. Yeah, feels the slightest buzz. <laughs> it's kind of good. It's good. It's the Run Wild, Run it, Wild IPA, and it does make me feel like I'm drinking a beer. It's it's good. It does feel a little bit weird drinking a beer just for the flavor a little bit. Right, yeah. Because I yeah. feel like I'm not going to... Like, I brought six of them, but I'm not going to drink six of them. But if they were actual IPAs, I would chug six of them, <laughs> which is weird. Like, it kind of puts it into a perspective a little bit. Cause no, I'm telling you, it'll, it'll trick your mind a little bit. You, yeah. get, you get through that whole thing. You can crack another one. I probably crack will crack one, a couple crack more. another one. It's, it does taste really good. Does that good. say 65 calories? 65 calories, yeah. See, that's way less than 14 a... grams of carbs. Yeah, because so many of the calories are the alcohol. A normal IPA, yeah, is like is like 150, something like that. Yeah, this thing is pretty good. It's just kind of cool, actually. This is a cool um, idea. 
Because uh, Heineken has one that's actually 0%. Mm-hmm. It, and that one apparently just tastes horrible. <sighs> I guess it's it's just for the quitters. The NAs are for the quitters. And and that's just the way it is. You if you if you end up with a problem where you end up having to drink NA, yeah, you should have to drink garbage because you soiled your <laughs> pants too many times at the party and nobody is inviting you anymore. But it's also cool to be able to drink a beer. Like I could wake up in the morning, crack an NA beer, and it wouldn't be like a Big deal. Do you know how despicable it would be to drink that <laughs> in the AM? Holy frick. That's that would be deprived. Oh my gosh. And you wouldn't you wouldn't be invited to the function anymore. No, if I was what if I was like, got addicted to NA beers? <laughs> just flavor on flavor alone. And you're just you're just, you're just the same. That would that would I would think that would be okay. Just so addicted. They're expensive. That's the only yeah, thing. Yeah, they are. I spent, I, I spent like, spend, I paid, I think money. it was like nine bucks for five of them. Nine bucks for five? Or six of them, six? sorry. Yeah, six. For nine bucks? Yeah, and they were on sale. See, some of the, it's like eight some of the something. normal IPAs are more than that, though. That's true. Like That's a true. pernicious six pack yeah. is like 12 to 14 Yeah, bucks. you're right, you're right. Yeah, I know. So it's it's kind of in there, but then you buy the that's the that's the reason you got to get the IPA kind of because you get all that flavor. Because if you get the like the regular Budweiser Zero or the Heineken Zero or any of that stuff, then you are paying so much money for like cheap beer, right? Right. With no alcohol in it, right? It's like the complete ripoff. I think I think the the key is to go from the alcohol to that. That's the bridge to yeah. the seltzer water. Well, seltzer water... It's the perfect bridge. I like seltzer waters. I mean, this is a fun to drink because it tastes like beer, and I actually do like the flavor of beer. But seltzer waters are fantastic because it's like hydrating, but the fun of like having a can and the the bubbliness and you're burping and stuff, it's fun. It is fun, and I'm kind of, I'm addicted to the carbonation. Like I just love the bubbliness of it. Yeah, and there's like, I think it's pretty controversial, but they say that the the like carbonation in uh, seltzer water can hydrate you more than flat water. Really? There's some like there's some like controversial yeah studies on that. I'm really I'm not sure. If that's the case, and if it is, it's like by uh, almost zero margin. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's just water, and you need the sodium. So it's not even like if you didn't have any sodium and you drank a bottle of regular water and a bottle of seltzer water, it would be the exact same thing. Yeah. But I think if you have your your proper uh, minerals and vitamins, and, yep, I think it, it might act a little bit differently. I yeah, I love the seltzer waters. I I like to have. One with lunch and one with dinner. I think that's kind of the two a day. It's kind of good because they they aren't they're actually not that expensive. No, it's three it, bucks for eight of them. Yeah, I think we paid even less than that. I think it was like one ninety nine for the twelve. Well, I swear it was twelve packs. One ninety nine for twelve packs. That's really good because we got three of them and it kept saying one ninety nine one ninety nine. Remember to grab your receipt. That's really good. One ninety nine. I haven't seen. 
under two dollars, and I don't think ever on the uh, on the seltzer waters. They're a little bit overpriced, in my opinion. I think like because you can get a twenty four pack of these yeah. of the like Food Lion plastic whatever bottles. You know, you can get twenty four of them for like three dollars. Yeah. But I guess the probably aluminum costs a little bit more. And there's so much more that goes flavor. into making it. There's the and there's the flavor with no. I don't even fully get what they how they get the flavors in there because some of them taste really good and they, they don't have no sugar, <laughs> no artificial sweeteners. They move the grapefruit around the rim of the vat. Yeah, yeah. And I swear they, they, they do a, that. They have a witch up there, and she's yeah, she's blessing it. Yeah, the flavor yeah. will be thrown <laughs> into water. This will be grapefruit. Now this says this is a little curious on my food line water bottle that it's purified water, calcium chloride, which is a little strange, and then sodium bicarbonate. That's baking soda. So it's purified by reverse osmosis. Yeah, that's one of those those deals. Those filter dealios that takes like Oh god. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh. She moved the camera. She walked in and just moved, moved the, the camera, camera around. What the freak? <laughs> What's in the shot? Oh, it's us. <laughs> I was going to say what is that? Good enough. Yeah, so reverse osmosis is basically just like this crazy filtering method. What? What's wrong? <laughs> hey, don't put your plant on the porcelain back of the Are you gripping onto it? Of the toilet. No, when it flushed, it like the vibration of the flush flipped it off. You knocked it over? Oh god, here we go. She's all upset. A process <laughs> by which a solvent passes through a porous membrane in the direction opposite to that for natural osmosis. When subjected to a hydrostatic pressure greater than the osmotic pressure. Oh, it's just when you force water through a filter instead of letting it, like, like it couldn't, it couldn't get through it. It couldn't get through the filter without force. That's reverse osmosis. According to this basic definition, I'll read it out again. Dude, that's kind of gayer than I thought it Oh, it won't read the... That's um, kind of gayer than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like some... Yeah, like the witch again was like... <laughs> yeah, and then the the sodium bicarbonate is probably a buffer. or a, What is it called? Is a buffer to... Because uh, baking soda is a base. So um, you add it to something, it, it gets the... Uh, it brings uh, the pH closer to normal. Um... Okay, that's okay, I guess. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Because you don't want, like, super acidic water. Acid water. New flavor. But it said... Never mind. Baking soda. So, anyway, we have a lot of stuff that just happened over the past couple days. Mm, Yeah, I guess. I guess we do. We had the Christmas shenanigans with the, um, the insane... Whirly yeah, gig we, we of had the party. The that was show. actually funny enough. That wasn't that wasn't planned at all. That just ended up happening because it was a weird time. I thought like we we're gonna have a little Christmas party and then they were gonna leave. 
yeah. like early. Yeah, in I was the expecting evening. them to be gone and ha- us have like a lot of time yeah. to get ready and do the pod. But that's how it was in my head, and then it ended up being like nine thirty, and they and weren't I, leaving. Everyone was still here, and, and no one was like, even talking about leaving. Yeah, we're freaking, we got to do the pod, so we just opened the door. We opened the depot doors, let everybody in, and then we did the. I guess I don't even know where that came from. The asking the questions, I just. It was hilarious yeah. because <laughs> you were like, I think we'll do a little game show. Just you just said that like it came to you in a in a little. It did. That was God. It was a vision that you had. God, and yeah. you're like, oh, and it worked. And we didn't have anything charged properly. The laptop died or the I mean, the iPad died and then the little recorder started to die. Everything was dying. But it went. It was actually really funny. I think it was really funny. It was a lot of fun too. And, and we we should do more, uh, like, meta game shows like yeah. that. I think we could come up with some really funny concepts. Yeah, and we could start getting it. Like, I think if I got like a better soundboard to be working with that are actually like relevant to the game, and then um, we have like more strict rules. They don't have to be super strict, but just more like defined rules and then have like more of a, a time I concept of because that we went through everybody and we everyone was coming on and getting off so fast and we thought that it was going to go so fast. And then we were at yeah, an hour. I, I was so pleased with eliminating people that I wanted them off the show so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it made me I was like power tripping over the elimination. It was kind of fun. But it was hilarious. When I've been talking to people of what we could do better, like what what would they want to see or hear in the pod more often? And the common denominator is uh, is like what do you call it? a segment? Yeah, it's like everyone wants like a segment, uh-huh. like whether it's like the conspiracy corner. Yeah, I just made that up right now. That's really pretty, that's pretty good. Down. <laughs> yeah, we got to get you to like or like uh, like we were talking about the pizza every day. We we yeah. do have pizza segment, uh-huh. whatever. But we we got to oh oh no brownie sludge. I think I put too much water. You put water? Ray just made brownies and they look like literal mud. I put two tablespoons of water, like it said. I mixed it up and put the eggs in, and it was like concrete mix. So I put more water in, and it got to like a battery consistency. Battery? Battery, yeah. And now it's not... Battery. Battery. I can't believe you put so much water. How how much water did you put in the brownie? You don't put much water at all. It's got to be a thick mix. We're going to have to reverse osmosis those brownies. Yeah, we are. Hey, but I guess Ray's a segment because she's here about every goddamn day. I know. That's what I was saying the other day, the other morning. She told a story right off the bat about the um, tornado that touched down. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's crazy? What? That tornado hit Griffin's house. Whoa, really? The one he bought. He bought a house? Yeah. And, and it hit his house? It hit his house and he, a tree fell on his car and Ooh. a tree fell on his um, house. Jeez. And I don't know if it's the same tree or if it's a different tree, but <laughs> a, a tree fell. Uh, he had tree the everywhere. Tree got the double kill? Yeah. And Imagine so, if it was one tree. That's a bad to the bone tree. Yeah. Golly, but that would suck. The, 
some for some reason because there's like a hole in the roof or something, the city of Garner shut his water off and put a notice on the door that it's unfit for to live there. And so if he gets caught living in his house that he owns, he could get arrested. What? Is that not the craziest thing you've ever heard? That's n- That's got to be against some amendment or something because i've seen videos of like cops going up to people's yeah. houses and and evicting the squatters mm-hmm. but it's his house so like the cop i he, feel like the yeah, cops he, would come and he'd be like i own this place i'm fixing it up what yeah are you talking about that kind of blows my blood that they would even say that that's that's got to be an empty threat there's no way they can uh they can do that right there's no way right yeah that blew my mind when i heard that i did not i don't like that at all but i mean and he was saying like he pretty much wasn't gonna be living there anyway because there's a hole in the roof like like he wasn't gonna be staying there anyway but now that makes me want to stay there i know yeah that makes me want to stay there and like hold the fort yeah griffin if you're listening to this um we're gonna go to your house and crawl through the hole in the ceiling and we're gonna yeah, and we're gonna and then there. call the cops and we'll see what happens. Um, but we we technically would be squatters. That's true. We need Griffin to pull up and be like, yeah, these these are my boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I feel like he would. But what if he didn't? What if he like betrayed us? He might. You know, he <laughs> sent might. us sent us to the Garner Slammer. Yeah. <laughs> white Oak. We get yeah. trapped in White Oak. Yeah. What? What is happening? Is she vacuuming right now? Yeah, well, I spilled all that dirt. She has no sense of of like when we're recording. Like what? No, it's funny. She makes more noise when we're recording. Yeah, she likes it. Yeah, I'm gonna reverse osmosis her. She hit the camera. First thing, she hits the camera, and then because she wants to set her box down on the chair that's holding the camera up, she could have set it down anywhere. And then she goes in and turns a vacuum cleaner on. Yeah, and then she sludges out. She sludges out her brownie. Yeah, she makes disgusting brownies. She she's not having a good night, I think. Hey, if you have a toilet, if you have a porcelain toilet, yeah, don't put another porcelain item on the back of the porcelain yeah, toilet. Yeah, that's like a rule, unless you have like a little rubber layer. And I want to say that, and I'll say that once, and that'll be it. Yeah, I'll say what I'll say is kind of uh, connected is if the the tank the toilet tank is rounded domed which i've only seen one or two times don't put anything on it that one's a little bit domed is it really yep it's got a little bit of a, a little yeah. someone put a febreze on top of a dome toilet falls off every time i use it i every don't even remember where time. it is i think it was at the house we were just at actually oh at the uh yeah at the mountain i think place? it was at downstairs toilet i think it had that house has so many toilets it's crazy yeah i think it's got it's got one two three four it's got four toilets yeah i didn't see the fourth but i never went into that master bedroom and listen this that master bed uh, bedroom has got their toilet is like the bidet toilet oh what and it's got the heated seat and it's got the the crazy. I would go in there every time. I'd have to, you know, do the business. And I, it's got the heated seat. And then <laughs> you pick like exactly where you want the water to hit. Yeah. And you press it, 
perfect stream uh, warm water. And then you turn it off and you press, it's got a remote. You press the deodorizer. <laughs> no, what? And it deodorizes, has like this nice fragrance. And then you press the dryer. It just freaking dries you right off and you're good to freaking go. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a great experience. I've been working on our uh, water pressure at our house. And um, I, pr- I think I got it pretty dialed. I think we're at between like 40 and 60 PSI now. Um, and It's pretty heavy. It now. made yeah. the bidet a little bit more dangerous. It's way dangerous. First time I used it after you were fiddling with the <laughs> pressure, yeah. it like yapped my ring off. <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing. Wow! <laughs> I was like not expecting oh, it because it used to be you just dial it up all the way and our yeah, crazy like a, pressure would perfect, just yeah it was just a perfect pressure and now if you go all the way your skin gets ripped off yeah it's like a pressure washer it's bad but it gives you that control now so you just have to know not to turn it on all the way it's true. which that's what it used to be like <laughs> the loudest person in the world you're gonna have to like. Ew! Are you kidding? She's dumping the brownie out, her mudslide into the trash can. It's just mud. How much did you pay for that brownie mix? A dollar. A dollar? What kind of brownie mix is a dollar? Betty Crocker. You gotta get the Ghirardelli brownie mix. No, I think you probably had it right when you read the directions and then you just added a I gallon of water. Oh my god. So yeah, over the over the weekend we we went up to this crazy mountain house, which you had a probably a tougher time getting up there than I did. Probably cuz it was later and when we were getting up there it was just starting to snow. Yeah, and I checked the weather like the whole week leading up and it was like what are you doing? She could not be louder. Ray, you literally couldn't be louder right now. Yeah, so I was checking the weather oh, like continuously on the on the way or the week up heading up to it and there was no call for snow at all, no precipitation, no chance. But I think I didn't account for us being right up like higher than just I was looking at uh Banner Elk in like overall and i think it was snowing because we were up maybe a little bit onto onto a hill yeah and so i've never been to this place before and i'm like well i just put new headlights on my truck i want to see like we got a night drive and like i've done a a lot of work to the truck so i was like well we'll save some miles off of bub's car and just take the truck because it's really ready to go right now and um it starts snowing when we hit boone and we're like well (laughs) okay And by the time we get to Banner Elk, which is not that far from Boone, it's only like 10, 15 minutes away, max. And um, I must have been snowing there for longer, too, than it was snowing in Boone. Or or I guess we just drove into it, whatever. But we went to the grocery store, and there was some collection of snow. And then once we got to the house, it's up right next to Sugar Mountain, which is a ski park. It's so close to it. So all the roads that are used for the Sugar Mountain Park access are really well maintained because there's a lot of people traveling to get there. 
they can't have people sliding off the road so they're salted sometimes there's like little bits of gravel on the road and the corners so that you can like you're not having an issue there but then you turn off one of those main roads and there's this crazy like it's uphill like a, it's like a hill climb uphill with a like with a hairpin in it up to where the driveway starts yeah it's like a it's like a 14 percent to a 20 percent yeah and, <laughs> and so then... that first little section i just start going up it where bubs is like oh it's up here it's up here and i'm looking at it i'm like all right let's see what she's got and i start going up it and then i like just slide around the turn which wasn't like very dramatic it was really slow so it was fun <laughs> and then i just stop like like i'm not going forward anymore at, at all and so i get i hold, put my brakes on and i just like slowly back down all the way back to the like well-maintained road and then i just keep backing up backing up backing up and i just gun it and i really slide around that turn and get up to that like there's like a little gully where the driveway starts on one side and then opposite to that is another like road with some houses. So I start driving up the driveway, which is pretty much just a straight shot with a slight turn, but the it's steep. Yeah. It's, it's steep, steep if it's yeah. not snowy. And my truck is two wheel drive with open diff. You have one you basically have one tire to work with. And it it just starts sliding, so I just let it go back. I go way up that other driveway and just gone it up and made it and that was all good um we did we made it but then it just but it just kept snowing that whole night and the next day so i was like stressed that we weren't going to be able to get out but your dad and i went out with some salt and salted the whole driveway and like shoveled it and it i can't believe how well that works actually the salt? the salt just eats it up. We put there was a there was a strip of like solid ice where some water was running or something across the road at the bottom. We sprinkled salt on it and it was like <laughs> And I was like putting my head up to it and I could see the ice or the salt like sinking through the ice. That's crazy. I was like, how does this How does this work? How does this work? And it was I guess it was above freezing, so that made it a little easier. But then this morning when we did leave, I was worried because it, it didn't snow, but it was sleeting a little bit and it was like 20 degrees Yeah, and it was yeah. really cold overnight. So I was worried that it, it was, was a little icy on the driveway. It was a little icy, but it was not bad. I, I never had a bad, it wasn't scary. It, it was scary thinking about it and then it was fine to do. So, so that's the story of the driveway and uh, don't take your truck if it's not ready to go up the... If you want to know what we're talking about, go to Sugar Mountain, and then keep going, and then go off. It says dead end. And you go off to the right, and then you go all the way up the hill, and then there's this tiny little hairpin turn that you take. Mm-hmm. Take that, and then tell me what you think. Yep. Right in. Let us know. Let us know what you think. And then also, on the 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 second day, or the the first real day that we're there, um, because I I mean I got there late. I got we got there at like nine. Right. And so that we wake up the first real day. Um, it was your aunt's birthday. We were going to go out on the town, do some hiking, and it was just snowing the whole time. So yeah, we were pretty much locked, stuck. 
and then what did we even do that day? We went and climbed we drove, around and we sledded. We, yeah, we drove up to the food line and bought a couple sleds, which that was freaking scary. That was when it snowed all night in the morning. My dad's like, let's go get some sleds. And yeah. the only all-wheel drive car was UJ's, which is a all-wheel drive, but still, like, it was freaking slick. Yeah. A lot of snow, and it was slick. And we'd up going down, and we were, like, losing traction just on the... I was in the back seat. He was losing traction just on the driveway. Barely made it down the driveway. I was like, hey, there's a less steep option if you go straight up into yeah. the, kind of the neighborhood, and you can wheel back around down the... You don't have to take this hyper steep hairpin turn. And he must have been just like laser focused because yeah. he didn't acknowledge that comment at all. And he just whipped it into the hairpin. And I was like, what are you doing? And then he like, everyone was like white knuckled oh. in the car and the front wheels were, they were locked up and we were skidding. And <laughs> I'm trying to, I'll try to explain like going down this thing. It's like, it's a straight shot down, and then if you if you just keep going straight and don't take the hairpin turn, it's probably like a eight foot gully. Yeah, and with trees, with and trees and stuff, and like if you put a car in there, it's not freaking coming out, no. and it's gonna be absolutely destroyed. Yeah, because you're just gonna fly off this like little cliff, basically, and somehow we we were skidding straight for that hairpin. He was trying to turn it. I mean, we were like on the razor thin edge of traction. <laughs> He's like got the wheel and we're just sliding towards this gully. And at the very last freaking second, it just hooks up a little bit and gets the car to the right angle where we can not go into the not go into that goalie it was hilarious. it was like my heart had never beat so fast just sitting still <laughs> and i'm a gamer okay i get i get <laughs> my heart gets up there but i'm in the backseat i'm white knuckling because this car is like it's like a big sedan it's like a honda or hyundai genesis so it's like this heavy sedan just tumbling like gravity is just pulling it down the sheet of ice towards a gully that the car would be absolutely totaled. We'd probably flip the car. It probably would have been flipped. And somehow, some way, freaking God just like kicked it, kicked it yeah, out. And, yeah. and we rode down. And I was like, <laughs> at the bottom, I was like kind of ticked off. I was like, I was like, why didn't you freaking listen to me? I mean, like, we're, if I wasn't in the car, yeah, I think the car would have slid off the edge. Yeah, for the extra weight. From the extra weight. Yeah. It was right there at the like actual limit. Actual limit. That's, like I've never. That's so like when scary. you're talking limit testing. Mm-hmm. Like this was the max max. If you would have like shoved the car like with your arm, yeah. it would have went off. Like that's the limit. <laughs> and it went. He went over the limit and then right back over that at the last so second. Yeah, because you guys came back in and kind of described it and said it was kind of crazy, but you, I think you were underplaying it because you were just you like because it wasn't our car, it's not your car. Yeah, you just like tossed him back the keys. Like yeah, it was a little sketchy, but it was fun. Yeah, freaking so. sketchy as frig. We almost totaled your car. Yeah, that and it. Been. Yeah, I was, I was like, I was a little bit mad because I was like, I was like, Dad, I freaking told you to go down the 
not that way. I said, don't yeah. go this way. Yeah. Go down the, the less steep way. And he just, he totally ignored me. <laughs> <laughs> per, per usual. That's but, hilarious. What about getting back up was fun? Getting back up is fine. I mean, at least on snow and ice, everybody knows like going up is fine. You can control your car going up. Yeah. You can't control your car going down. Yeah. And in an all-wheel drive car, going up is is decent. Yeah. But going down is is the serious problem because if you lose if you lose traction going up, at least you have a little bit of momentum going up, and you kind of can yeah you can wiggle your way around. But going down, it's just like yeah. you've seen videos of like people just going down streets and the car just is just like sideways and hitting yeah. something. Yeah, there's I hate to watch the ones where it's like someone just slides into the car and then another one comes slides yeah. into that car. <laughs> yeah. Another one comes slides into that car and you're like, when does it stop? And it just doesn't stop. Doesn't it just stop. keeps going. Doesn't stop. No control going down. Well, speaking of going up and going down. We decided to go hiking, right? Um, and when we were kind of gearing up to go hiking, I was looking at my gear, and I and I've been thinking about getting some boots. I actually ordered some good like <laughs> boots that would be good for hiking, but then they weren't going to come until they still haven't gotten here. And um, so I was like looking. I went to my parents' house and I looked for where I had my hiking boots last time I saw them, and I think I threw them out because they did kind of suck. Um, and I just looked around at all this stuff. I I didn't have anything that was good, so I just was like, "All right." I last time we went mountain hiking, I was like, I didn't really need the hiking boots. Like the boot part was the important part because it keeps your feet dry and keeps your ankles from rolling. Because like right. that's that's yeah. what I was concerned about the most. So uh, my boots that I brought have they're like a flip flop on the bottom, or worse, because it's a little bit like of a harder foam it's just flat it's a wedge sole boot it's just flat and they're all worn out so they're literally just flat on the bottom and i was like ah, oh, that should be fine like i i can walk on dirt and stuff it wasn't dirt it was packed snow because everyone's walking on snow and ice which i didn't i didn't expect the snow to still be there I didn't either. Like, usually if it snows here, and it's just like that mist that we yeah, got, like, yeah. less than an inch, then it's gone the next morning. Mm-hmm. But up there with, like, I don't, it's the wind, it's, cold it's the and wind, it's... and it's colder, and it just freaking stayed. Yeah, so we're, we're hiking, <laughs> we start this hike, and I'm kind of slipping around, but it's mostly, like level elevation you're not really gaining or or losing too much at the beginning and then it just starts going up and i am slipping all around and luckily your dad brought or you brought the poles like the spiky yeah, hiking the trekking, poles the trekking poles yeah I, it, I he gave me one of them cuz your dad had them and he's like Tyler it looks like you yeah. need one of these too and he so had we, the, he had the flat bottom shoes as well he did yeah and so we're <laughs> we're just we each have a pole we're just sliding around up the mountain and we hiked what was it like four miles and we went up like two thousand feet or something insane yeah it was like four four and a quarter up and yeah i think it was two thousand feet exactly yeah and we get like i mean we're climbing up it, i feel like we passed through narnia we're going up <laughs> these these giant rocks i don't even know how they got them positioned because you're way up a mountain, 
and they're like giant rocks are acting as steps and you're stepping up this mountain and each one is just covered in ice and snow so you're just thinking about like the whole time like just not slipping and we actually got up it wasn't that bad on the way up like there was some close calls but everyone was pretty much okay on the way up and the peak was awesome it was yeah that hike was really cool and it wasn't like unbelievably grueling at at least for like you guys i don't think it was ray ray had a moment where she's like i don't know if i can do this i saw it in her eyes and then my dad just he just kept going he like i was like dude you gotta stop and drink or you're gonna end up in a hurt locker and i was the only reason he drank anything no and and the it wasn't that hard like physically it was a decent challenge like it wasn't nothing it was i mean you're going up this mountain but it wasn't like unattainable yeah but we get up to the top and you have to climb these ladders that are made out of four by fours yeah, and like tiny little ladders anchored just, to these rocks that you they shouldn't. weren't anchored by the way i went on one yeah and i was like leaning on it a little bit and the thing just like came off Are you the rocks it, it was like it had a little strap around it that little like corded strap and they had it just bolted into the oh. into the rock so it was and, like it was loose and every single one of the rungs was like ice ice yeah so you have to just like lock your foot in the corner and climb and then once you get off of that, you're going onto this frozen rock that's small and doesn't really have a good hold. So you're just kind of like, I was just like shifted my weight. It probably looked hilarious me get up there because I was like, I'm not falling here. I'm, I'm gonna just put all my weight up there that I can fit, and then I'll pull my <laughs> limbs, pull my limbs up. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a it was a really cool hike, and the the snow was like stuck on all the branches, and yeah. it was like frozen there, and it looked super looked like a winter freaking wonderland. It was like walking into Narnia. It really was. It was, yeah. There was, was that that point where it was sunny, but you were in these trees. What were they? Spruce trees, or we yeah, didn't, we didn't really know what they were, but they were gonna call them spruce trees. And you're in the foliage of them, and you can see like rays of really bright sun are getting through but it's kind of dark because of the coverage of the trees that was super cool and there's snow on everything and all you you can see through all the trunks of the trees because the most of the like pine needles and stuff are up higher it was like a it was like a movie it looked like a movie like where someone would live yeah like a wizard would live Uh there in a movie no, that was really, really cool. And then, so we get up to the top, past that, past a bunch more steps, a bunch of climbing on ladders and stuff, and we get up to the top. It was super cool. You can see so much of the area. You could see all the, like, neighboring mountains and stuff, see some of the Blue Ridge Parkway. It was a really cool view. Yeah, it was. And then we had to go down. Downward we go. I... Tyler was not doing was well not. on the way down. We start the way the process down. I'm like already sliding. Like if a foot starts to slide, either one of them, I'm sliding until I hit traction again. And but I had a pole, bent the pole, <laughs> broke the pole, broke, snapped the pole. 
So I had to, but I figured like we could get the pole shortened and it would still work as a pole. So then your dad gave me his pole too. So I had both poles and it just, I'm sliding everywhere. And every single step I took, like (laughs) the force had to be directly down. If there was any lateral force on my foot at all, it wasn't staying on the ground. So every single step has to be placed perfectly or I'm falling for four miles down a mountain is really steep. And I was, you, I had to focus, like really focus. It was so hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. We need, we need to go to the the Raven Rock where we need to practice some footing drills. Yeah. And I'm getting some actual (laughs) tread on my boots this next time because that was not good if you guys want to know what the all-time hiking shoe would be the greatest to ever do it the brooks caldera only had one slip in eight miles and didn't go down an absolutely stunning shoe but an absolutely amazing wearer of the shoe i would say probably (laughs) yeah well i would would say that um that might be correct um (laughs) It is correct, because I would sprint down the rocks that you were slipping on, and then I would look back at you guys, and I would laugh because you're slipping so much, and then I'd sprint down a little bit more. Gus was, I would, <laughs> uh, like, I, if, if I wanted to look around, I, I would have to stop moving, because if I was moving and looking around, I would fall. So I'd, I would stop every once in a while, I'd look around, and you'd be, like, running <laughs> gracefully down the mountain. I'd be like, what is going on? Loading down. And I'm like, every step, I'm like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> whoa. Sure of foot, strong of mind. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, I was dialed mentally. I was good. You were dialed. I mean, everybody was dialed yeah. mentally. But yeah. I think you you had some more ligaments and tendons working. Yeah. My, than we did. All of my, like, stabilizer tendons and muscles and stuff are cooked still like my the muscles that are supposed to be sore are pretty much just feel like i you know went for a good hike the muscles that don't normally get sore are like rocked because every step my foot would start to slide out and i would have to pull it back in every single one yeah so yeah get some hiking boots if you're gonna go hiking in the mountains especially in the winter and that should be obvious and so everybody you know, if that's obvious to you, it obvious. should have been. Just a little know. bit of tread. You don't need a lot of tread. <coughs> Just a couple lugs and you'll be all right. You you literally need more than zero tread and you'd be fine probably. <laughs> but zero tread is treacherous on uh, snow and ice, I found out. So Two little skis. Hey, but it uh, tread didn't help that little fat girl that broke her leg. No, it didn't. We're on our way back, I mean, we're, we're maybe a mile from where we parked. And there's like a ranger doing something. I see a, sh- a boot off. I see crutches. So this girl's like, people are carrying this girl. And the ranger's like, hey, stop. Oh, I have to fix this. So he's like, we can't pass them on the trail. We have he to just shot, all stop. He said, the Gandalf does. He's like, you shall not pass. Yeah. And so they're like carrying her up these steps and... Then I, I just kind of am hearing like little bits and pieces of their conversation. Eventually, I hear like, oh, they're bringing a basket. 
The basket. And I was like, what is a basket? Because these are like, this is not easy terrain necessarily to to bring, to carry somebody. I don't even know how you would carry somebody around there very easily. Because it's like, like I'm saying, these giant rock steps and you're crossing creeks and everything slippery so i didn't get it eventually we can pass this girl and then like 17 rangers pass us and they've got the craziest contraption i've ever seen they the do. basket so a one wheel yeah one <laughs> wheel giant in the one, middle this giant one wheel in the middle with a tread a pretty like all-terrain tire and then just a like a gurney basket on yeah. top of the wheel with and a handle on each of the four corners yeah yeah, and one dude is walking it down, and then but then there were seventeen other dudes walking with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And then I heard them say something, or Ray heard them say something about, uh, like all these people are out here without traction or something like that. Like, you yeah. slipped by. I I almost fell when they passed. Yeah. Well, there was a couple times people would like move out of the way for me, and where they moved was right where I would like bowling pin them if I <laughs> fell. So I was like. I, they, I had to get so focused because all these people were like, I mean, old people and kids with their freaking REI hiking boots on oh my God, were like people, running man. around me and like they were fine. And I would be like, slipping and falling and be like, oh, hey, thanks for moving out of the way. Yeah. All these, all these people with their freaking gear, they're geared out with, yeah, with like the REI crap and the... They had the the snow clamps on or their shoes with like the metal spikes. I was yeah, like, frick, frick off. Yeah, they they have like boot like hiking boots with spikes. That on was them weird for like yeah. barely any snow. I was I was kind of ticked off with them because they're so they're so yuppie they can't even use any other their muscles to yeah. keep them uh, stabilized. There were some mountain people on the mountain. Like when your dad and I were in front going up, we got up kind of past some stuff. We were really close to the peak, but we still had a little bit of a ways to go. And your dad was like, hey, like, hey, guys, how's it going? As they were coming down, they're like, is it worth it? Is it worth it up there? And she's like, yes, it's so beautiful up there. It's worth every minute of the climb. And we're like. What? <laughs> What's going Smoke on? Smoke another one. Yeah. Re re drop it's kick off so the mountain. <laughs> beautiful. I can't believe it. And then when we get when we did get up there to the peak, there was like we a, were all like, "Wow, it's so beautiful up here." No, we were it's being like a dream come true. It was worth every minute. Of the climb. Well, we were like being a little <laughs> bit obnoxious at the top of the thing. And there's, I feel a little bad because there's this guy and girl up there that are like, they're obviously pretty new in their relationship because they were so like, they would not take their eyes off each other. No. They, they weren't even looking at the view. They were like just staring at you each other. Like, deeply into me. We, I'm so glad that we did this. No, it's that's so what mountain people are though. They're probably five years into the relationship. <laughs> Wow, I love when you look deeply into me. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so we're like, we're up there just saying like the most nonsensical crap, just being loud and obnoxious. And they're like trying to enjoy their like 
granola lifestyle. You're like, you're like, I could jump to that tree and jump right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's like, there's absolutely no way I could have jumped to that tree and jumped back. Yeah. If, like it was a tree that was growing off of the side of a cliff and it was like an eight foot. It just would never have worked ever. And I'm saying that to, as a joke, but they're just like, these people are. I feel like those, the kind of people that they were, hate the kind of people that we are. Oh, 100%. Like, cannot stand us. I know. Because they, they don't like to have fun. They like to they like to climb their mountains, and they like to have some romance. And then they go, I guarantee they went to, like, some low-key, like, brewery right afterwards. Yeah. Those are the, those are the people. Yeah. I'll take the Alpine lager, please. <laughs> Shut the frick up. I should have nuked them right off. That little homo with his goddamn circle sunglasses on. <laughs> God dang it. Yeah, there's funny people. The mountains bring out funny, like... Oh, there were so many Karens up there. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Talk about stereotyping Karens. Every, like, hiker we would walk past that was, like, 50 or plus, I was like, man, she is Karen. They got the short haircut. Yeah. They got the look, like... If you throw, I mean, I'm not for throwing trash on the trail, but like if I drop some trash, she'd be, like, "You're the problem." Yeah, yeah. You're the problem. She's one of. They were all one of those. Yeah, or like if you go off the trail a little bit, like you're gonna cause erosion, you're gonna ruin the trail they, for everybody. Yeah, those are the people who like you're on a uh, just a random hiking trail, and you have like a little e bike or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you have like yeah. a bike or something. Uh-huh. Get off the trail. Yeah, it's not for bikes. Frick off, lady. I'll drop kick you right off Callaway Peak. Yeah. 5,950 feet. Let's see at the bottom. <laughs> Sucker. And we'll slide down. Yeah, I'll and slide you're down. down there. Yeah, I'll probably do a triple gainer. Freaking dive right into her. Whoops. Ooh. I'll look so deeply into her. <laughs> She'll fall in love. <laughs> That's, I mean, the mountain, you know... It either is extreme or it's romantic. It's one or the other. You get to the top and you look deeply at each other and then you slip all the way down. Yeah, and I didn't do the deeply looking, um, but I did do the sleeping. Sleeping? (laughs) You slept all the way down. The slipping all the way down. I slipped. I mean, I felt like my, I feel like my balance improved by like 15, 16%. Oh, yeah, you got a lot of XP on the mountain. Yeah, I feel like that, I mean, my balance is just way up. For, I just, it was just like practice. It was it was like balance practice for, it's like, you know, you stand on the ball or stand on the tube or whatever and you try and keep your balance up or the um, the people who put the snowboard on the two liter and try and keep the snowboard oh, on yeah, the two yeah, liter. yeah, snowboard two liter. Yeah, that's what I felt like I was doing. Or skateboard, you know, maybe skateboard, maybe snowboard. They're trying to learn their balance. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's that's probably what they're doing, actually, is balance exercises, looking deeply at their balls. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Balancing. But overall, totally a great time. I, I really like hiking up a mountain because you start at some parking lot and you're just, you feel like you're in civilization and then you start to hike up and it's getting colder and your scenery just is constantly morphing and changing as you gain altitude. Yeah, and then you're sick. then you feel like you're so far away from 
anywhere that you started and you're just on a peak of a mountain and you're looking out over everything like it's more than you can even believe there's you see cars or specks on the road it's such a cool experience especially for somebody who just isn't used to the mountains you know you i don't see them very often so right usually the most i can see is like a straight line like at at level or it's like you don't see everything you just see like far in front of you yeah yeah exactly yeah we got a after the mountain trip my dad's like we gotta plan a trip out west yeah. to back to mount whitney um, my my muse my flame <laughs> <laughs> i stared deeply at her <laughs> yeah mount whitney sounds like a crazy trip it sounds like a go it does and i'm i'm super excited to get back out there and you have to do a, yeah you have to attempt, do a lottery right attempt to conquer it yeah so every year you have to apply for a lottery because the trail is very small at spots so there can only be a certain amount of people on the mountain at once and uh yeah you put your name in a they said when i when i did it last time that'll be hard to get we had three guys uh do it and two out of three got it really so it was it was a pretty good maybe we got super lucky yeah i'm not sure but i think i think we would be able to do it with however if we have five think yeah we just fly out there freaking get her done blow your brains out (laughs) with the scenery Mm -hmm. deeply flame muse and get to the top and look deeply at each other that would be pretty awesome at uh, 14,800 feet oh that's so much taller than where we were that's almost yeah we were at 6,000 it's over double holy crap and where does it start, though? Where does the trailhead start? You start at 8,000. But you drive the frick up a mountain. Like, you, the the base is, like, you know, on the mountain. You could, But you can drive up to it. Yeah. So, so but, you could drive up to the top? Um, not the top, no. Oh. You drive up to 8,000. But the town, the, the, like, base camp town, I think, is at, like, Six thousand, something like that. Okay, isn't that crazy? I mean, I always it it blows my mind every time I go to the mountains, and we're going to the Appalachian Mountains in North Carolina. So, not like the biggest mountain range by any means, but it blows my mind the amount of complication to like the infrastructure and the just everything life in general it just complicates everything having that terrain i know it's tough to get around yeah even in a car it's yeah. like traversing 40 miles might take you three hours yeah for no reason or for the mountains yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and you see like i don't know you look at like a road that just you don't even know how someone would come up with that like yeah how, how do you get a road I here know. There's a mountain, and you need to make a road, either on it, around it, up it, through it, down it. You have to just. And the train people are the ones who did it, because most of our roads were train, yeah, train lines. Yeah, those it's train un- guys. Unbelievable! The railroad guys just freaking with their goddamn pickaxes, hucking through these mountains and around them. Unbelievable! What those dudes did. Yeah, and like rudimentary explosives. Yeah, yeah, they had the TNT. 
They're knocking out everything. I bet they were getting mauled by bears. There's probably bears <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine the wildlife in like the Appalachian Mountains if there were no people there and you just kind of snapped into the same place where you know there's a food lion now, but it's instead just woods. There'd be like seven bears looking at you, like, yeah, yeah. what, what, <laughs> what, what, what? That's what they say. A small hairless bear just appeared. They come out of hibernation every year. What? 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 Time to go to a stream, get some trout, baby. Man, the bears are cool. Bears are scary, though. I saw that bear cub when we were in the mountains. Right. Earlier this year, scared the crap out of me. Okay, so before we wrap it up, is there anything that you want to accomplish this year? Talking about, we were talking about resolutions are BS last, a couple of episodes ago, but is there anything that you want to push towards yeah, this year? Yeah, and so my, I guess my concept of the resolutions is that they are kind of BS, but... I don't know if it's because of the new year or not, but I'm just in like the early, early stages of starting a business this year. So I think a lot will change this year. I'm getting married this year. Like there's a lot of stuff changing this year. I think it's going to be a fantastic year. And we got, um, I agree. I always like the, the even numbers over the odd. Yeah. The yeah. Odd, 24. The, the is odds such a, are always a little strange for me. Yeah. I guess uh, the things I've been thinking about, um, one of them is kind of random, is like vocabulary and speaking like coherently. Coherently. See, that was see, a good word. See. I've been hearing people who know how to speak well and hearing people who don't. And someone who knows how to speak well can get so much more across so much more effectively and be more compelling doing it and also just vocabulary i i realized i've been reading on my kindle that i got and every time you don't know a word you just long press on the word and it defines it and that has been the best thing the amount of words i've been learning and then i found out just recently you can like add them into your vocabulary builder if you if you like the word so every time I like a word and I didn't know it, I'm like, that's actually a useful word. I just add it in. So yeah, words and talking and stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, there is a difference between talking well and actually saying something. That's also true. I know a lot of really good talkers that yeah. say absolutely nothing. So choosing what you say is sometimes a lot more important than the the words that come out of your mouth. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. Which I also do sometimes because my my brain loves to talk. Mm-hmm. So if there's nothing to say, it doesn't really matter. I'll still <laughs> I'll still be saying stuff. But the trick I think for me, as I just continue to ramble, mm-hmm. um, the trick for me is just to keep coming up with exceptional things to say constantly, so yeah, that I, well, I the, can keep the. The more state. you say, the more you learn. So you got, <laughs> and that's facts. And you, so you got business, marriage, and vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Is there a fourth? Mm. Health. That's a good one. Just like a, a kind of an envelope of health, and I've been trying to figure it out all this this past year. 
I've tried a couple different things. Nothing jump started into a like lifestyle because I don't like I have not gone to a gym in a long time that I liked. I had the membership at Gold's for a year and it just I didn't make me want to go. Every time I would go right, there, I wasn't right. like excited yeah. to get there. I've been trying to I want to go to the gym that you guys are going to, but it's like 75 bucks a month and I just Hey, but what's your health worth? More than that, I know. And I was also thinking about I want one of those um sleep trackers so bad. Just get the Whoop deal. The Whoop is expensive too, though. It ain't that expensive. You have to pay a subscription for the Whoop. Yeah, but it's not too bad. Or you can get a cheap Garmin or whatever. Yeah. I love the Whoop. That's the one I would probably get. <laughs> no, I'm telling whatever. you. But no, 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 no. <laughs> too that, expensive pass. It's, Wait, but I like that one. That's that's the dilemma I've been stuck in because I see all this stuff about people are like almost the number one thing if you're not feeling well is you're not sleeping enough. And right. like most people are sleeping less than they think they are. Yep. I I like the uh, the idea of like since we're not super financially secure. Yeah. I like the idea of like taking so you have something you want and then you have all this this pile of stuff that you're paying for taking one of the piles or one of the little specks out of the pile that you're paying for and putting it towards your new like every time I have a new hobby like I'm paying for all this this gear and that crap and then if I have something new, I just <laughs> I stop buying stuff for this and put it towards something else. Yeah, so I'm yeah. not spending more. I'm just You're spending different. Spending differently. I do that all the time. Which is good and bad. That makes sense. Yeah, I really love the hobbies that. That's part of my issue with the investment in health, is that I like hobbies that you get your money out of and or make money. Like motorcycles for me, part of the fun of them is having very little money into a motorcycle that's worth a lot even though i have a, like a crazy time investment into it it's just like i i own this thing that i can ride around and it's fun and when i sell it it's worth twice what i put into it right which that's so exciting to me and then with with the health thing it's probably worth 10 times what you're putting into it but it doesn't feel like it cuz you're not getting cash out you're just getting like years 60 70 years in the future you're gonna feel different then like it's such a long investment that it's it's hard to not to say you won't feel better right now but but like the real thing is like longevity yeah 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 and you do feel better right now yeah it is automatically how much do you think you would save on or how much do you think you would save per month if you didn't buy beer a lot a lot. Like enough for a gym membership and a whoop band. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, beer's expensive. Well, there you go. This so month, easy. This month, since you're doing dry January, save that money. Come back February. Come at yeah, it. I, I think it's a horrible time to start a gym membership right now because literally the whole nation is it doing is, it. But it, it, I went to Clubworks today and it, it wasn't, wasn't, that it wasn't bad. bad. Well, Clubworks is where I wanted to go because it's close. I've been there before. It yep. cost me like freaking 15 bucks for a day pass. Yep. Okay. That place is not cheap, but it's a nice But they got it's a, a nice they got everything. They got they got pools if you want. They got the sauna. They got the basketball court. They got cardio deck. They can you can do the CrossFit if you want. Yeah. I'd say it's a it's a healthy investment. 
Yeah, I I understand that the value is there because especially if you're going. So you got four deals. Four deals. I don't think I have four deals, but I might have three. Mm. What do you got? One, pretty much every year I say this to myself, I want to learn one new skill. Okay. Whether it be like the smallest skill mm-hmm. in the world, like Guitar Hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, that what, a, is that what this year's was? Getting expert this on past Guitar year? Hero. No, it was. I just got, I got sucked into Guitar Hero. I still love it. Actually, last year's was the piano, but I ended up not doing the piano because of Guitar oh, I Hero. I remember that, yeah. Um, this year, I still got to figure out what skill it's going to be. Whether it's like even like a financial skill. Yeah. Like managing my money better, something like that. I think I want to read 20 books this year. I think that's a that's a pretty good goal. Yeah. And I want to read 20 nonfiction. Okay. And however many fiction. Yeah. <sighs> what else? Yeah, and I think the last goal is just um well, no, maybe I got two more goals. Is to become like definitely financially more bulletproof. Like I can handle if my car explodes. Yeah. I I want to be able to do that. Get on the Dave Ramsey uh, emergency fund uh-huh. type plan. Because whenever I build up an emergency fund, I'm like, man, I really want that thing. Uh, you just spend the emergency fund. And you fund. just I'd spend the emergency the fund. Crap. So I want to become more sound as far as like finance finances go i'm gonna be making more money this year i want to i want to put that money in the right spot mm-hmm. and then number four i think it's time to find a lady oh really i think this year is time to find a lady the year of the lady <laughs> not the year of the pig it's the year of the lady interesting it's a leer the leer the year of the hoe the year of the hoe <laughs> i gotta find a bad hoe a bad hoe where are you gonna be looking where are you gonna be looking? Uh, I think I'm just gonna keep my eyes open in <laughs> in natural life. Yeah, no, uh, no apps. No apps. I've been off the apps for the apps four suck. or five months, and my mental health is inclined, and it it, it it's just a way better. Like the uh, yeah, like for it ends up like the apps end up being like Instagram, where you just go on there and scroll. Yeah, uh-huh. it's so strange. I was on the apps when I was, mm, I guess I was 19. And I remember, yeah, I would be, I would scroll every time we were somewhere like different. I would get on the app and start scrolling, and you, you got a match, and it would be like, ah, I don't remember swiping on her. And yeah, yeah. It's just like the craziest oh, thing, fat, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and it just was the craziest thing. And then you'd be messaging somebody, and then they would just stop. Me- it was like it just was. I know. And it's it, unnatural. I think it, it definitely kills men because er- everyone mm-hmm. I've talked to, all my friends are on the apps. It just absolutely obliterates their souls. It obliterated mine because, you know, you are talking to a chick and you're like having a good time and then she cuts you off and you, you your brain automatically is like, what is wrong with me? What did I do? Well, and you overanalyze and all of a sudden you're in this like kind of depression pit. Yeah. That makes no sense because she's the one who stopped talking. Like it. The women, the way I understand it, like the attention of the app. So... They don't care in the same way. Women have a different social power 
when it comes to dating and relation and long term relationships than men do. Women basically and I'm talking about like average like attractive enough people. Like a woman can find a meaningful relationship on average easier. She just right, can't right, cuz yeah. because she's basically turning people down and that traditionally the man is like seeking 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 and they and then you have to seek if you're a man you have to seek secure and then decide okay then you filter out like do I even like this person? You know, I I got one. Do I yeah, like her? Yeah, yeah. And then you don't and you're like got her. Oh, yeah, she's back, not back to the, back to the seeking, seeking, seeking. It's such a horrible, like, little cycle to be in. That's why I love the idea of, of like, you just know somebody or you meet them and you're, like, friends with them and then it turns into something else. Yep, yep, it's so much different. That's the plan. I've, I've pseudo-dated a couple of the app girls and I just can't. They're just so... Like, they're like surface level robots mm-hmm. almost. That you're like, how are you existing? And I think it's just that they've been existing in this like transactional app world uh-huh. for however many ever since high school. And it's, it, I th- it is it melts people's brains. It's so bad. Like the whole, like it's almost like shop. It's shopping for women, yeah. and that's not how it should yeah. be. Like. It's totally transactional. It's it's hundred percent transactional, and it's so, it just, it's against what we like our our it's what we need to do. Then again, though, the one the thing is, since so many people are on the apps, occasionally you get like the success stories. Occasionally, like, yeah. Occasionally, but you know, I've been on like six or seven of those, and it's like, how many more? frogs am i gonna have to freaking go meet you how many how much more money am i gonna like it sounds bad but how much more money am i gonna have to spend on these like shallow npc robot girls yeah that that i like could not see a future yeah in a in a different dimension and you have to buy them lunch and or dinner and you gotta take them out right right spend a whole night i had this one girl that was like ticked off at me for being like chivalrous and i was like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where the frick are you from yeah like what godforsaken planet are you from like where i hold the door for you and pay for you and you like this isn't how it should be yeah it's like <laughs> frick, frick off not gonna talk to you anymore so i'm i'm done with that with the apps i'm ready to meet a <laughs> organic woman mm-hmm. that is also not in the apps i think uh the mental health would would be much better. Yeah, have, finding a stable woman is is good because you yeah, I feel like you're a pretty stable person. Yeah, so I, it'd be very yeah. useful for you to find another stable, so you guys could just be stable together. So it could be two horses and a stable. I don't think you'd do well with an unstable person. No, I wouldn't. And I've had, uh, I've dated a girl that was unstable for a year, and it turned out just awful. And yeah. I had to you know press the eject button on my goddamn jet yeah and go sailing somewhere else so so yeah we got uh we got the girl we got the finances we got the freaking books and what was my other one what was the first one a skill 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 i like those four yeah 
Yeah, I really like the reading one. I think that that the two. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 phrase it this way. What have you kind of like changed or accomplished this past year that you feel like good about? Like you actually got some done or learned some or changed your mindset or something like that. Like just things that you consider like wins from the year. It was definitely a big step on the business side like going out and getting business and talking to customers and like engaging that way i think that was a a big step for me that'll help me this year a lot the it was also a big step in like saving money like what we did with the motorcycles like i just i know i have the ability to lock it down and be able to have a few grand in a month or two I think that was a big step. Just like knowing that I could do that because before this year, I was like not sure that I could do it. Yeah. And even taking on rent and insurance, gas Mm -hmm. and everything, I still had the ability to like save up and and get two motorcycles out of the deal, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. I think that's also decent purchases, got good deals on both both of those. So I'm like, my equity is pretty good Mm -hmm. in both of those motorcycles. So something happens um i could i could end up getting rid of those or whatnot but i think yeah i think business like (laughs) customer relations and uh and being able to save money i think that was two of the most biggest and learning how to read (laughs) reading actually learning how to read like well and and not unbelievably slow you amped me up for the for the reading thing because I've been my favorite. I, one of my favorite things about it's really only been like the latter part of the back half of the year. I started getting up at six twenty five, and that has been a game changer. I've been liking that. I've been liking that grind from Th- you. That has been a game changer for me. Like I I want to get up early, and tomorrow it's gonna be hard because I was sleeping in this whole thing i have to get back into it but i want to get back into it because and what i do is i get up and i read and so i'm getting like i'm getting and it's worked up to like i'm reading for like half hour 40 minutes in the morning because that's how long the chapters started being in the book so i just like it feels so good to start the day off that way versus wake up not really know what you have to do first scrolling scrolling that's one thing this year figure out how to get just my dopamine system dialed in better i've heard that the total detox is like the instagram youtube snapchat facebook and getting rid of those but also i've heard like we get a tremendous dopamine shot from musics and podcasts which i didn't think about that's like kind of a sneaky dopamine hit yeah but that to really detox you got to be like silence and presence Dang, and, yeah. and and it's like it that's a tough one because like the podcasts are so hard for you, me you go to the gym and like you need a podcast or you need a music or whatever it's it's kind of hard to be there and 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 be open but i've i've done it a couple times yeah this past week i'm just in the gym no headphones and you're just talking to people. Yeah, that's cool. You got cool. nothing else yeah. to do, and you're like networking, and uh-huh. and and you're not isolating yourself. And it, you just feel you feel way better than you do 
if you're just listening you're in your listening, little yeah, bubble, right. that's funny. So the the detox really happens when when you have nothing except for like human interaction. Yeah. I like that's the thing, right? That like this this is my third year of doing a sober month. Um and I'm kind of looking forward to it this year cuz I already know what it goes like. Like you have a couple days where you just like really want some stuff or whatever, but it's it's not hard because I mean, well first of all, like I feel like I don't have like an all the way like addiction to anything. No. So it's not like that difficult. It's difficult when you don't tell yourself you can't like have beers. But as soon as you're like, I got a month with no beers, it's just not hard because you're just like, yeah, there's no option. You're not fighting with that option in your head. It's just also I was, I was thinking about it on the way home today. I was like, what? I was thinking about that same thing when you're like, I can't do this for 30 days. You can just fight through it. Yeah, you can just fight through it and do it. But what if you told yourself like, "I can't do this for 365 days"? That was that's interesting too. And I want to try to do my next challenge. I want to do. I want it to be a, a health challenge, and I want to do 90 days. I think, I think, I think 365 is very attainable if you if you break it up into the sections. If you're like, I want to do a whole year sober, and then you just say. 30 days at a time and then you like mark a calendar yeah, yeah. like or whatever you you have a marker you mark your crap down and then you're like reset at 30 days i think yeah that i think that breaks it up well i don't think it would be that hard i think there'd be hard little points in it but i, I kind of want to really do it because it's the alcohol is not helping it's it's, it's not not good. helping me at all especially like all the goals that i just named it's helping zero of those goals Mm -hmm. it's actually holding me back from like those goals (laughs) like like actually and so i think i think it might be might be worth it to try it yeah i don't yeah i don't know because i don't and maybe it's just the like my brain trying to argue and say like i uh, you know oh, i don't know like it, it, down deep in my brain it's like no don't let don't let his precious get taken away mm-hmm. but i feel like there is a difference between like no no i can't no i can't because then you're you're always that guy at every event because i was thinking about it doing it like a limit that resets that's true yeah, the NA beers. I was thinking about like a limit that resets where you have like, I can have 12 beers this month. Yeah. Like then then you have like, you know how many beers you could possibly drink in a year, which is pretty high if you don't set a limit. Yeah. But yeah. you set like 12 beers a month, then I mean, you'd be, yeah, one night. One night of beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm getting so sweaty. I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm Are about you sweaty. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm been sweating the whole time. <sighs> All right, everybody. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Merry New Year. We got a kind of a fun episode coming up next that we're recording tomorrow. I think it's gonna be. 
It'll be. A hit. I, I think it's gonna be funny. He's been. Uh, we got a a guest coming on. Not gonna say who, but he's been texting me, and he's like, he's like, I got so many great stories. I got so many great stories. You won't even believe it. He, I have like paragraphs of text yeah. about how great his stories are. Good. So, I think if they're not great stories, I don't know what we're gonna do. But I feel like he's got great stories. Yeah. What time are we doing it? Um, in the evening. Just okay. in the evening. Okay. Sweet. Sometime. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in a week. Rock and roll, baby. Rock and roll. Goodbye.